Hello, and welcome to the Golden Hour Podcast with your amazing host, Anna Gold. We hope you enjoy the conversation and learn something new. We have an amazing show planned for you today, and who knows, we might play a game or two. Ladies and gentlemen, without further delay, here she is, the amazing Anna Gold. Everybody, welcome to the Golden Hour. It is season two, and we are about to have our guest on the line, Miss Patty McCall, authoress, speaker, motivational speaker, entertainment reporter. She does so much. Patty, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Everybody, welcome to the room, Patty McCall. I'm so happy to have you, Patty. Thank you for joining the Golden Hour today. Oh, I am so excited, girl. This Thank is you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, I am. Um, forgive me, guest, uh, and everyone who's listening. I I had tooth surgery today, and <laughs> I'm re- I'm I'm recovering. But uh, I might speak with a a lisp, or I don't know if everyone will understand me. I'll do my best. <laughs> this is Anna Gold performing her podcast after surgery. Woohoo! <laughs> getting into monday so i am so glad and yes i hear just a little but not anything bad so oh as thank you as long as you can understand me and yes patty is great i'm so happy patty has been so generous with me um for everyone who's listening patty is just like a wealth of generosity she has shared so much information with me about the entertainment industry and she has been so very helpful um patty can you tell us a little bit about yourself please how did you get started in hollywood oh my goodness well that's a story in itself i oh yes oki from muskogee oh yeah oh yeah um and I was married 17 years and toward the Mm -hmm. end of the marriage, um, anyway, he became very abusive the last three Uh, years. And so that's in my first book, Unmasking the Pain. Oh, yes. um, But I just decided, you know what? I need to get as far away from Oklahoma as I could. And I just took off. Oh, gosh. Yes. Ended up there um, in Hollywood. I didn't know exactly what I was going to do, but just signed up for a company that does um, extra work. Oh, big movies. Oh, cool. um, Yeah. So that's how my journey started. That's a great way to get a start. What was the company called? Um, That was Central Casting. I think it might still be around, but that was several years ago. Oh, that's nice. Good for you. Um, And how did you make your start from there? Did things start happening? I heard that you were on the movie Step Brothers. Is that a fact? Is that correct? That is. Oh, that's Um, super. Yes, my first. Yes, that was after I actually had become a SAG um, member. Um, So that and that experience was so much fun i worked on there for seven days and i'm oh in wow the Cat- yeah <laughs> the catalina wine mixer scene if you Google, oh that's great uh that scene that particular scene you'll see me hanging out with will ferrell and um it was a blast but a little secret that uh-huh. was not filmed there on the island that was 
at Catalina Island. That was across, still there in Los Angeles area, um, oh. because they didn't want to take everyone over there to the island. Um, That's not fair. That island is great. <laughs> That's an amazing island, and I think that they should have filmed it there because it's such a wonderful place. I I lived there, and gosh, I don't know why they wouldn't film it there. Yeah, well, you know, I guess at that particular time, I was what they called a featured extra because there was only five of us that went to hair and makeup every day because they knew oh. we were going to be, you know, in the scenes. Um, but there was probably about 150 other extras. So that would have been, you know, very time consuming for filming and trying to get them over there or having to pay, you know, for them to stay there. So I think that was the thinking behind there. But, you know, you'll to me, you would never know because they just put up that big banner that says the Catalina wine mixer, you know. No, you you really would never know unless you had been to the island. And it, it's hard to tell because a lot of the California coastline looks the same. So, yes. Well, I know, yes, we have so much to talk about, but I did go there to the Catalina on 4th of July. So I made that trip on the boat across and um, enjoyed the fireworks there. I don't know if we were there at the same time because we didn't know each other then. But oh, what? no, we didn't. Was that this year or which year was it? No, that would have been like 2014. Oh, uh, I was there in 2015. We were we were one year apart, but that's cool though. So d did you like the island? what do you think of it? Oh my goodness. I, it was so cool because when we went the day, they had the little, um, I guess, golf carts. That was people's cars, right? Oh, and yeah. They had it all decorated. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I bet they did. Yeah, people take pride in those. And I think there are a lot of restrictions on how to get a car on the island. It feels like it's almost impossible. So people drive the golf carts instead. And it's kind of cute. You can hear them putting around and... Um, yeah, it's a really interesting place. It is a world of its own. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I've got to tell one little funny story. Oh, though. We're, yes. We're talking about central casting. Oh, sure. The actual first movie that I was cast um, as an extra was War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. Oh, what what was that like? Was that a scary movie? It's kind of, it's a spaceship and aliens, okay? Not really my forte, but when I got there, this is so funny because, you know, here I am new to Hollywood thinking, I'm going to go on this, you know, movie set. So, I, me, my personality, I always try to look nice, right? Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, I get there, girl, and they're like, okay, let's take you to hair and makeup. I didn't know what they were doing to me. Uh-huh. took me in there, covered me with suet. Oh gosh! Off, put me in these clothes that were like really grungy, <laughs> and then they stood me right beside Tom Cruise. I'm like, what luck is that, right? Wow, that's great. The worst you could possibly look, and you're next to Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes. So that was my first experience, but he was very nice. That was kind of cool, you know. But oh, that's nice. Did he did he smile at you? He did. And he was oh. single then, girl. <laughs> oh, you should have taken that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was looking. 
Oh, that's true. Well, you never know, but um, um <laughs> I probably wouldn't want to get involved in. So, okay. Oh no, I understand that. Uh, yes. Um, and I heard that you had an interesting experience also with Sylvester Stallone. Can you you tell me about that? Oh my goodness. Yes. Now that was really fun. Um, my friend flew in from Dallas. And of course, as soon as I pick her up, she wants to go to Beverly Hills, right? And uh -huh. she's like, how do you think we'll see any celebrities, you know? And I, by that time, I'd been there a year and I'd kind of got over that, right? Well, uh -huh. But she, she was like, okay, so we had our lunch at a little taco place there. And we walked across the street to the mm -hmm. 90210 um, jewelry store, right? And we're mm -hmm. just window shopping because we know we couldn't afford anything. Well, <clears throat> the jeweler from inside came out and I uh -huh. heard him unlock the door and he said, ladies, somebody wants to see you in here. And huh. we're like, oh yeah, we both looked at each other. Now, hey, we are in Beverly Hills. So we thought, okay, well, we'll go on in, you know. Um, but it was kind of, you know, different because then he locks the door behind us, right? Uh-huh. So there uh -oh. stands Sylvester Stallone. He has three watches on his arm. Uh-huh. He's like, ladies, could you do me a favor today? I'd really love your opinion. Arnold and I are having a contest uh, uh -huh. on on these watches, right? And so we're oh, like... Oh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, he wasn't there, but he just referred to him because Rolex. Okay, they were Rolex. Oh, okay. <laughs> and this was his going to be his ninth Rolex. Okay. Oh, jeez. So I have my me and my friend helped him pick out if you ever see it a black one with diamonds around it. Oh, nice. Uh huh. <laughs> and so, um, so then he goes, "Okay, well, ladies, thank you so much." And we're like, uh, "Can we get a picture?" <laughs> you know, because we were like, "Nobody will believe this." First of all, right? Oh yeah, I, that is that's crazy. He just picked you out. That's cool. You have the best luck. That is awesome. Yeah, it's it's really kind of funny, but of course my friend from Dallas was ecstatic after that, you know, because she picks <laughs> her home and oh and yeah, that. that's know. a that's a bomb. That's really cool. And you, Patty, have written three books. Am I right? Yes, three that books. Is super. I don't know if I could be organized to write even one, but that how do you get? First of all, how do you get your thoughts straight for one book? Like. How do you know what's going to go in one book when you have so much to tell? How do you? Um, okay. What happened was I never knew that I would be an author. So my mm -hmm. first book, I didn't even like English, girl. Okay. So <laughs> oh, so you have book, come far. <laughs> well, what happened was when I went to Los Angeles, I just thought that I was going to forget everything that happened and go on with a new life, right? But... As you know, when something like that happens to you, dramatic, because I'd gone through so much domestic violence and I was actually on my deathbed. Mm -hmm. What? I, I'm yeah, sorry yeah. to hear that. A, oh, my. Unmasking the pain within is my journal, actually. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. wow. That's an interesting way to publish a book. Like, because it's very real. You're not, it's just something that you had written already, but it's now in book form. 
Yes. And I was on a movie set and I would take my notebook with me and I would recall some of the, you know, incidents. Um, and then also at night I would wake up and something would be stirring in my stomach. Like I, I just have to write this down. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I had two daughters mm-hmm. and they never knew of the abuse really, because I never told them, you know, I didn't want them to have to live with you know, what was happening because most yeah. of the time it was always when they were gone, you know, to a friend's or dance class or whatever. And I'm so sorry. I just wanted them someday to know. So I put it, I was going to put it up. Well, someone on a movie set mm-hmm. came up and said, a producer, she said, what are you doing, <laughs> you know, here from Oklahoma? And so I just briefly told her, uh-huh. she's like, girl, you have got, got to get your story out she said i've got i've trickled five different relationships of domestic violence and she said i would love to have a voice but i don't want to tell my stories i want your story is just you know phenomenal so let me help you get your story into a book and so oh wow thought about it and prayed about it and you know oh just, that's nice yeah because i you know when you're going through something like that you, mm-hmm. I mean, you blame yourself or you have shame. And I was in a yeah. boundaries of my children. So I was like, man, do I really want to put this out there? But for the, for the oddest reason, um, I was just like, you know what? Maybe this will help somebody else, you know? Um, yes. You know, that I was brave, that I got out and here I am where I am, you know? And so, so I, that, I, just, I bet, I bet that it did inspire someone. I mean, because I bet that in a situation like that, one would think that it wasn't possible to escape or a person might feel kind of hopeless. And that's really nice that you did that, that, that you made it open and that you were honest and people are able to receive help from that. I'm sure that you've helped a lot of people. Well, thank you. And I, and I know in my heart and I've heard, you know, that I have, um, I've even saved some lives. Um, so I, I, once the book was done, I actually left California, um, because I, I just heard God's voice say now go. And so what happened? Oh, wow. Yeah. I traveled for a year and a half across the U.S., um, working with ladies shelters and telling my stories, I was on numerous TV shows, locally, really? news, TV? you know, radio shows, and um, that's I set the whole tour up myself because I didn't have money, you know, for um, somebody to actually promote me at the time. But it just had a message. So that's, that's the most important thing. Yes, if so you're going with a mission, you know, you have. A message yes so so all these ladies after i started hearing their stories i forgot about mine girl and and i was oh like, yeah so it really helped me heal it really did um oh wow people will say who was your therapist and i just said no you know what i always you know speak to god uh, a lot and mm-hmm. once i heard these other ladies stories and that was the direction that i was supposed to go you know what? I, I just healed because I was like, if I could make it through this and to help them now, you know, this makes me forget, you know, what I've gone through all these ladies. I mean, one of the ladies was set on fire, girl. I mean, she was sitting there. <gasps> from Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Poor girl. 
And and that's amazing though that you that you did you find healing from that experience like when yes. you were able to help others? Yes, and then that's kind of what happened. My second book is called You with a capital U can to overcome and move on. And what Oh, nice. That that's catchy. Uh-huh. Well, the good thing about that was that was 10 other people's stories that I had met along my journey. Oh, yeah. wow. And they have all now that I wrote the written the book, they had become um, survivors. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So I formed the organization Pain Prevent Abuse in Neighborhoods. And oh, how, how does that that work? That organization? Is it um, is it for women? Is it for children or uh, what is the purpose of that organization? Okay, well, it's a nonprofit, but what I figured out, you know, there's a lot of homes and, and different things like that that I worked with, but my mission was um, to produce um, short films and music videos. and Oh, wow. Yeah, in the entertainment business because I was so passionate about it. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah, so we've, we've um, actually produced two music videos, and one of them is from the book about three years ago we had a movement you can too overcome and move on Uh uh-huh and so we had the movement with a music video you know in the book and then we would go out and speak all of us ladies would go to women's shows we would go to different shelters we would we had um people on our team that were singers and so they would um have songs for hope and healing Wow, that's great. That sounds like a revival, like everybody's getting into it, and that's wonderful. Well, oh, truly. When the you Can Too movement came out, but we, I actually, this came of, uh, to me before that, uh, probably about six months before the You Can Too movement, I had started oh. this. Uh huh. That, oh, that's amazing. So you were ahead of the game, like you were starting the trend. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, sometimes I wonder because, like I said, at that time, we really were reaching out to a lot of organizations and we were all speaking and we would sing and, you know, we were at so many women's shows. So Oh, I, nice. Yeah, I wonder. And we were showing and then we had a short film, you know, Unseen Hands. Um, and then so. You know, like I said, I, I think that is my purpose because um, I worked with um, Joey Travolta. Um, oh, uh, is that any relation to John Travolta? It is. That's his older brother. Oh, wow. Um, cool. I didn't even know that he had an older brother. That's a neat. It's like a secret brother that comes out of the woodwork. <laughs> <laughs> well, he worked with underprivileged kids. Um, oh. And yeah, during the summer, he had a summer camp. And I actually, um, someone referred me to him and I got to travel with him all summer and I was the teacher and the production assistant for wow. all these children. Uh-huh. And one of the, um, I guess it's the commercial we did with the kids that went at the camp is on YouTube. Um, I don't promote energy drinks, but the um, it's called Rockstar Energy Drink Teacher. So oh. the kids wrote this at the camp, and then they cast me in it. <laughs> they said, we want you to be the boring 
history teacher that we turn into the rock star. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. So they changed my Pepsi to a rock star energy drink. But anyway, that one, oh. the commercial at the camp. Oh. oh, that's funny. That's a good concept. And, and tell me about your other acting work. I saw that you were in a movie called Montana. Oh, yes. Montana. Oh, I want to know about that because I love Montana, the state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that one actually um, is that Montana. Okay. That was the one that I was the um, American lady. That one from Montana. Um, <laughs> and these people were from all overseas, you know, and so forth. And I only had two scenes in that one. So that's um, great, though. I yeah, so it's it was a, a fun movie, but we didn't actually get to film it in Montana. So you know, oh, that's <laughs> that's okay. It's about it's about a great state. That Montana is a wonderful place. So you know, I'm interested in the title. And what did you do in that film? Did you um, were you uh, I don't know what was your character. <laughs> Yeah, no, actually, we were just on the airplane. It was an airplane scene, and we were flying oh. into Montana. And so, um, oh, uh, perfect. Uh huh. So, these people that were coming from overseas, um, yes, were going to be living there in Montana. And I oh. was the lady <laughs> that they got to meet. And so, I just had a few lines with them. And, but it was. You know, to me, that was my first film that I actually had a movie, my own movie trailer. <laughs> so Wow, I bet that felt nice. That's fancy. I've never had that. That Like, how did you feel when you had your first trailer on a movie set? Oh, let me tell you. It was kind of surreal because Carmen Betancourt um, mm -hmm. is a casting director that lived, you know, there in Los Angeles. And I had become a really good friend of hers. And mm -hmm. um, so on that particular film, it was a lot of extras that she had cast before. And I just happened to be, you know, having the five and under lines type thing and getting my own trailer. And uh -huh. so she kind of, it was kind of funny because, you know, she wanted to let these, because it was an independent movie, even though it was a, you know, a, a bigger movie. Well, she wanted to let the other um, extras that she had cast know that she also gets pieces mm -hmm. parts, right? Oh, so that's nice. Cute. I, um, she's like, and here, and she knocked on my door, right? And she had all mm -hmm. the extras were sitting there for lunch. And she mm -hmm. knocks on my door and says, and here's Patty McCall. <laughs> she was like, oh. yeah, making a big deal out of it. And all the extras oh, started clapping. And it was... Wow. I bet that made you feel nice. <laughs> well, yeah, it was. And and like I said, I I didn't go to Los Angeles, though, to be like, I'm going to be a big movie star. I'm going to be an actor. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really have that mindset. What was um, your main reason for going there? Like, I know one of them was to escape the, the abuse, uh, unfortunately. But what, what led you to Los Angeles, per se, as opposed to, like, Alabama or, you know, somewhere else? <laughs> Well, I knew, okay, in Oklahoma, both of my daughters actually um, were in several things around town. We had an agent there. and Oh. I, yes, and I had taken them in um, because they were very talented 
um, in different areas. My one daughter was Miss Teen. She was on cover. Oh, nice. Model. My other daughter did some Broadway stuff. Um, but so what happened was when I took them in as a mom, they were like, you know what? Would you be interested? And she's like, I have something to send you out to right now for a commercial. <laughs> and so oh. a local commercial. And so I went to 7-Eleven. I got um, and the first part, but I was I wasn't, I didn't have a speaking role in the commercial, but I was very prominent through the whole thing. I was, it was right when ATMs were starting to be in convenience stores. So mm -hmm. they showed me as the mom, you know, coming in, but then I was using the ATM machine. But so I got very well known in the name and, you know, just our little area, uh -huh. this commercial. So, oh, that's great. Well, and so then my daughters and I twister. The movie Twister came to film there. Mm -hmm. And um, that was our first little thing that we did in Oklahoma that was, you know, um, national. So mm -hmm. we went and the director was picking us out to film and be in um, a scene where I had a line the next day. Mm -hmm. And what happened was we already had our tickets to go to Cancun. We were, so I oh, never that's a, that's a, that. You never got to go to Cancun? No, we went to Cancun, but I turned down that part in Twister. Oh, oh, rats. Yeah. So I, so it kind of have all, had always been in the back of my mind, right? That I had, and I just kind of loved the whole, seeing an idea come to life. And then, yeah. So, when I did, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to just do something for myself, get as far away as I could, right? But good. Good for I you, girl. This will be fun. I don't know what I'm going to do, how I'm going to make it happen. But that's what I said. I just signed up for that extra company and then met the casting, one of the casting directors after a uh -huh. few movies. Then she got to know me. So she would send me to different auditions that she thought I would be good for. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I didn't even really have um, an agent at the time. Oh, wow. So you, you just were friends with, did you say that it was uh, Carmen Betancourt? The, yes. The, that's wonderful. So you just made a relationship and then it happened from there. Yes, had no idea that all of this would play out like it is, but my journey you know, would be, and then I didn't even, I wasn't really working for my SAG card, but I thought, you know, I can make a lot more money that way. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's, I, yeah. So she was That's like, awesome. It, it, yes, go ahead. Um, so, so then that's what happened. She sent me to an audition that, um, landed me a part and then they actually ended up, um, that was on Montana, Amazon. It's so kind of weird that I had two movies kind of the same um, thing, but I think they changed the name of that movie. I need to look. Um, but, but that was, you know, that was a lot of fun. Oh, that's amazing that I'm glad that it worked out and you have a total of three books out. Is that correct? Yeah. So you have um, Unmasking the Pain, which came first. You can, uh, pardon me for the title on this. I feel like it's hard for me to say with my tongue. Can you re repeat the title of your second book again, please? Yes. You 
can too. You can. You thank you very much, Patty. And then, what is the title of your last book, please? Oh, now everybody wants to read this one because okay, one. <laughs> tell us more. <laughs> well, even if you don't read a lot, uh huh, it's a fun book. Okay. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Why is it fun? <laughs> well, during COVID, as, mm -hmm. as most people will say, I was sitting there, you know, what am I going to do to keep myself busy? So I started going through, first I was just cleaning out stuff. And then I started looking at all the pictures. At the time, you know, we didn't just use our phones. Um, you know, I printed out a lot of pictures at, from uh, being on movie sets. and Oh, uh -huh. so, so I started just writing a little snippet about each picture mm -hmm. um, and they all had a, a very fun story I kept it light I didn't want to get sued you know so <laughs> that's I, smart I, yeah I mean I know when I say secrets it it's, has um like dirty dirty secrets or just like <laughs> kind of silly secrets yeah so I, I <laughs> Yeah, because I think I would have got sued if I would have told some of that their secrets that I wrote. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. Yes, don't spill the beans. <laughs> but now I kept it, you know, fun. Well, just like one story in there, too, um, that we haven't told was Jane Fonda. Okay. Oh, Jane yeah. Fonda, from way back, you know, she's uh -huh. done the workout videos right oh yeah that's classic you gotta know that jane fonda's workout videos okay well now she was casting for a 50 and over oh yes so at the time i got mm -hmm. asked to go to the you know do uh help with that video right mm -hmm. um we'll be in it actually but okay so i get to set and she's sitting there and she looks up at me and she said, honey, I think you're in the wrong studio. <laughs> and I said, well, I was cast to be in the Jane Fonda, you know, workout video. And she said, well, oh. all 50 and over. 50 and over. You're not 50. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a nice, that's a high compliment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. I was even a couple of years older. So I was like, I was like. Keep it up, girl. <laughs> I am. And then her whole demeanor changed, you know, I mean, because uh, I'd always heard, you know, Jane Fonda's a little rough or tough, you know, Uh huh. so like she kind of intimidated me, you know, at first, <laughs> but by the time we got done, her little puppy dog was on set with her uh -huh. and the dog loved me. And so I was, and then, so it ended up that we started talking and she was even, she really warmed up to me. Oh, that's nice. I got the picture with her, and I don't know. I'm trying to think of. I haven't watched it, but I don't think they actually. I did the stuff, but they kind of put me to the far ends. I could tell. I don't think they really featured me in that at all. But because they didn't believe that you were fifty, <laughs> they're like, put her in the back. They won't tell. That's great. That sounds like a lot of fun. And now is everybody ready for two truths and a lie? We're playing a game here. And if if I lose, I have to send Patty a prize. Um, so, Patty, 
what's it going to be? You get three rounds of two truths and a lie. You have to come up with two truths and one lie per round. And if I guess the lie correctly, I win. But if I don't, you you get that point. You get what I mean? Oh, so we're only doing two rounds, not three. No, three. Um, so I'm, I want to do the best of three. So uh, remember the answers that, or well, the, the truths and lies that you sent me via email? Yes. Do you have those handy or do you want me to read them? Oh, hooray. Okay. <laughs> so everybody, if you are just joining in, we are playing Two Truths and a Lie with Patty McCall. I have to guess which one of these is obviously not true. So let's see if I can do it. <laughs> okay. So Patty. Two, uh, okay. You want me? Okay. I Go ahead. At a bank for 10 years. Okay. I was in the movie Step Brothers. Uh-oh, we already talked about that one. Uh-oh. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Three, I like to scuba dive. Hmm. Okay. My guess is that you, because you're perfectly pretty, that you don't like to scuba dive. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, but that is true. I mean, no, that's not true. You are right. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. That's awesome. Well, you know why? Mostly why? because I'm claustrophobic. That's something oh. Like. Yes. Oh. And, oh, so I think putting me underwater that far down, I would just panic. I'm, I'm almost sure. <laughs> oh, I can see why, because that is definitely very scary. It's, um, yeah, because you're trapped and you're you're relying on the devices. Like you have to make sure they work, and that's it's. I don't know. That seems scary to me too, to be honest. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, a lot of so love it, but that's just not for me. Well, my boyfriend likes it. Uh, Jesse likes scuba diving. He's he's right here. Don't you like scuba diving, honey? Hey, yeah. Hi, hi, Patty. Hi. Um, yeah. Oh. Scuba diving is the best. Uh, underwater world takes me away from, I guess, the real world. But I get a piece of silence underneath the water, and just it takes me somewhere where it's just very magical. It's oh, great. That's a good way to put too. it. Uh huh. Yeah. For people that yeah. really, because I don't know, yeah. but still, um, I'm just I can't hear. scared of some know. of those little. <laughs> it's all but, those yeah. Weird so. Creatures. Well, yeah, I can understand because those creatures are unknown under there. And I mean, if you've never been under there and with all the equipment, I mean, I feel like I would be a little afraid of how it works or maybe I don't understand how it works. But Jesse loves to scuba dive and, and snorkel. He taught me how to snorkel, actually. Yeah. Oh, well, that, yeah. that's something you she guys well. can do together. Uh, that's yeah. Good. That's fun. I might pass on the scuba diving now. <laughs> but what is next for round two, my dear? Okay. I have five grandchildren. Uh-huh. Number two, I have written three books. Uh-oh, mm -hmm. we talked about that. Oh, no. Okay, that eliminates that one. <laughs> Number three, I was an ice skater. Ooh, that's a good question. That is a good question. So the lie is either that you were a professional ice skater or that you have five grandchildren. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to guess that you do not have five grandchildren. Girl, 
have five grandchildren. Oh, all right. Start it. That's one for you and one for me. So you, so you were not a professional ice skater. No, I was oh, not. Roller skater, not professional, but that's my thing. Roller skating. Ice skating oh. just hurt my ankles. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, the, those blades are different. I don't think, I feel like you can't bend as much either when you're in ice skates. Like your ankles are stiff. You're, you're right. It's, well, gosh, that's good to know. So one point for you, Patty has five grandchildren, everyone. And one point for me. Um, I love every one of them <laughs> so much. Oh, that's sweet. That's nice. How, what are ages, if you don't mind? Okay. Well, I have one that's just turned, well, six months. I have mm -hmm. the youngest and my old actually is 13. Oh, and oh, that's. Have, yeah. So then I have one that's almost four, one that's six and one that's 11. Oh, wow. So, oh, those are all, uh, they're not quite teenagers yet. I mean, they're in their early teens, but they're still cute. Most of your grandchildren, right? Like they're still yes. little cuddly guys. <laughs> well, my two granddaughters are in dance competitions. So that's oh. why I moved to Panama City Beach so I could be around them and watch oh. them dance competitions and, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's just, that loving it. <laughs> It must be really pretty there where you live, I'd imagine. Yes, I've had that dream all my life to live right on the ocean and just be able to see it so I can drink my coffee and look at the blue water in the mornings. Oh, that's oh, that must be so nice. So if a casting director wants to hire you, they have to call Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, they actually can go or they can get me through my email, the Patty Hollywood at yahoo.com all right oh that's a good easy one to remember patty hollywood at yahoo.com and do you answer emails there for your books or for scripts if somebody wants to write a script based on your books oh well i didn't even tell you that i already have one script written from the unmasking oh. the pain within oh it's that's great to go girl Oh, hello. That's wonderful. That's, you just got to find someone to star in it. And I hope you get to be in it because that's, um, that's your story. That's, that's so nice. Um, yeah, produce, um, but of course, you know, I would like a, a name actress to play me, you know, um, that would be, wonderful. it helps with financing for sure. And, um, but no, that's wonderful that you're, you've already taken those steps and, um, oh, that's great, Patty. Well, let's see who the winner is for round three with two truths and a lie. Will I send Patty the price? We'll see after this round, round three. Okay, Patty, what do you have for me? Okay, let's see here. I have traveled all 50 states. Mm -hmm. I have been on six cruises. Uh-huh. Or I lived in Virginia Beach. I think you did not live in Virginia Beach. Well, on my book tour, oh. I ended up going from California across the entire United States and ended up living in Virginia Beach for six months right oh. in the ocean there. Yes. Wow. So that counts then, I guess. Oh, rats. Which one was the lie then? was I haven't I, 
I'm close. Mm -hmm. I haven't traveled all 50 states yet. I'm close. Well, oh, I understand. Which ones have you not been to yet? Well, actually, the most of the northern. That's, I've been to middle through southern, but a lot of the northern states I have not. I've been to New oh. York. Mm -hmm. um, but, yes, I haven't been to Utah, you know. You know have you been to Montana? I haven't actually been. Montana. No. Oh, you should go with me. It's great. It's the most wonderful place that you've ever been to. It's a magical fairyland. You will find oh, fairy dust there. Oh, yes. Is that where they film Yellowstone? It is. Yes, indeed. And now 1923, a new spinoff series from Yellowstone, like based on the story. So yeah, they're filming a lot there and it's really great. And there's such wide open land. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you enough about it. It's ah, wow. <laughs> it looks beautiful when I watch the, you know, the series. So I'm looking oh. forward to doing that. Oh, yay. Go. Please do. And well, gosh, everybody, this has been great. My interview with Patty McCall, authoress, actress, entertainment reporter, motivational speaker. You can hire her for those things. And Patty can be reached at. Can you say your email again, please? Patty Hollywood at yahoo.com. And Patty is a Y, is with a Y. So P -A okay. and then Hollywood at yahoo.com. Oh, perfect, Patty. I have had such a good time interviewing you. And honestly, I could go on with this forever, but my tooth hurts. So I'm kind of sorry. <laughs> you know what? I think this means we have to do another interview. At a we do. Date. Actually, I think that we do. We need a part two and we can talk more about your book, your books. You can talk about your reporting, um, your motivational speaking. We didn't really get to those items, so I would love to. And then maybe I could combine the two interviews and air them as like a, a podcast, like a bigger podcast with more advertising and stuff. I think that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> you do it whichever way you want. Um you know, or, or if you want to just do this one, because what happens is what I think, I mean, that's uh -huh. actually later, we'll talk about it, but I think that uh -huh. people get bored quickly. So if we did one and then say, and then upcoming, you know, then I don't know, that's up to you. Honey. Oh, yeah, it could be Patty. It could be Patty McCall part one and Patty McCall part two. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you know, um, continues. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I could honestly talk to you for ages and I like you. So thank you so much for being a part of the golden hour. Season two is here now, everybody. So welcome to season two of the golden hour. And thank you so much for joining in. I have enjoyed having you as a guest, Patty, and I hope to talk to you soon. Yes, you too, honey, and get better. I hope that all goes good with your tooth now. Thank you very much. It should be easier from here on out. <laughs> I'll be... I'll be able to chew. Yay. <laughs> okay. okay. Wonderful afternoon. Thank you. You too, Patty. Bye. This has been the Golden Hour Podcast with your host, Anne Gold. We invite you to come back next time for more laughs, fascinating guests, and most importantly, movie trivia. Think of her next time you watch The Sunset or Chug a V8. Don't forget to find her on Instagram and take a peek at her profile on IMDb. Until next time, stay golden.